Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hello and welcome to a new podcast, The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello everyone. On today's podcast, I'm with Jaden Lee, a young man who looks after two of the biggest stars in national hunt racing, Shishkin and Constitution Hill, at Nicky Henderson's Seven Barrow Stable in Lambourne. Thanks for joining me, Jaden. It's a pleasure having me. Thank you. We must begin with Shishkin and Constitution Hill. How lucky are you to look after these two superstars? I'm a very lucky lad. Like, you know, I'm in my dreams when I was good as this, you know. Just very lucky, really. I don't know how to describe it, really. How did it come about that you're looking after the two of them? Uh, well, it was, it was around a time when I finished racing school, I come into the, the Henderson team. Uh, around Christmas time um, and so did Shishkin actually and then he just found his name to mine and that was it really he was mine on from there, there on in really um, Constitution was a bit different obviously a few years had gone by before he came to us um, it was a summer I don't know, uh, last year I was the only one to sit on him and I quite liked him I just put my name down for him and uh, he was mine then luckily so Shiskin was virtually when you started, about three years ago, was it, when you started yeah. looking after him? Yeah, no, three years ago, yeah. Like I said, straight from racing school, he arrived and I arrived at the same time. That was that, really, yeah. And you ride out Shiskin, but you don't ride out Constitution Hill, is that right? Uh, that's correct. I had the occasional pop on Constitution, but uh, Shiskin's my everyday ride, yeah. And I suppose you know Shiskin better than Constitution Hill, but how do they compare um, character-wise um they're both fairly relaxed really um more so constitution hill he's you know he anyone could ride him i mean you know anyone can ride him you can look after him you know he is so easy honestly he could do it himself pretty much uh shishkin he has a bit, bit more personality but like i said he's, he's just like constitution so relaxed laid back and easy to handle it must be thrilling to think you're riding shishkin most days it is, no, it's a nice feeling to wake up in the morning and think you're going to ride such a horse like him. It's, uh, it's what gets you out of bed anyway. So is he the first box you go to in the mornings? Uh, yeah, he's the first one I go to, yeah. I've got four to do, so, but he's the one I go to first. Well, let's just talk about Cheltenham before we then talk about yourself. Um, you yeah. must have had mixed emotions at, at Cheltenham, though, with Constitution Hill winning the Supreme Novice and um, Shiskin pulling up after eight fences in the champion chase 
Yeah, it was a you know up and down week really. I mean, on Tuesday we're on the highest of highs with constitution, and then the next day we were we went on the lowest of lows, thank God, but uh, we were quite low anyway. Um, no, but like I say, you know, it is racing and things like that do happen, but uh, you know, you just got to try and smile through it and put it behind you. I think. Are you enjoy the the buzz of Cheltenham? What's it like when you're leading one of those in and and uh, Matt Chapman's uh, trying to get a word off you? Uh, no, yeah, um, it is it is some some feel, you know. I mean, it's something you don't really get anywhere else, really. Uh, just it's just an literally amphitheatre, you know. It is absolutely amazing. It is incredible, something you never forget, anyway. And where are they now? Are they both on summer holidays yet? Or are they still at Seven Barrows? Uh, they're both on our holidays. Well, through the end, anyway. Well, let's talk about yourself. Um, how did you start in racing? Um, well, it goes back a while, really, because um, I didn't really have any horsey sort of background or horses myself. Um, it was surely just down to watching the racing with my granddad at the weekend, really. And then as the weeks went by, my interest kind of grew in the sport. And um, I decided I wanted to actually start riding uh, when I was about eight or nine, I think it was. Um, Continued to do so for my school school years, and then when I left, I made the decision to go to the BRS. So, when you were at school, had you set yourself? Um, you wanted to be working in racing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the goal. Um, obviously, all my friends wanted to be footballers, you know, rugby players, and all that. But it, it just wasn't for me, really. But, I, but like, I, I always knew what I wanted to do when I left school. And you went to the, the British Racing School. How did you find that? That's tough, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it, it, look, it, it was tough, but it was a good experience. Well, I think one, I think it's an experience everyone needs to kind of have to kind of get yourself ready for, for life in racing. I had never worked on a yard before going there. And it, it, you know, it is a bit of a shock, but, you know, I think as long as you have your, your buddies and your pals, you, you get for it together and uh, you get the most out of it. Just go back. You you come from Warwick Way, isn't it? To uh, yeah, well, uh, Warwick is a Leamington Spa, which isn't too far away from Warwick. So was that the first time you'd been away from home? Because you were actually on site when you were at the British Racing School, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's the first time I've been properly away from home. Um, luckily, I, I didn't struggle too bad on that part. But um, yeah, like I say, it, it is. You know, you do get to go through the go through the emotions when you leave home, especially at a young age. And then from the British Racing School, how do you then get to Nicky Henderson's? That that's the first yard you've worked at, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's the first racing yard I worked at. Um, so obviously, you do your well, mine was twelve weeks, and then at the last week, you have to fill out a form where you'd where you'd like to go, and ideally, they want places nearer nearer, nearer to home for you. Um. I was I was actually supposed to go to, to a different yard, but it was um, a goal of mine to get to Seven Barrows. So I um, I, I went back to speak to the, the head man and uh, said, "Look, I want I want to go to Seven Barrows." And luckily, there was a spot for me. Oh, your dream came true then. <laughs> it did, yeah, exactly, yeah, it did. So you never wanted to be a, a jockey. You must have done when you first went to the British Racing School. Yeah, no, of course, yeah. Um, it, like I said, it was another goal of mine to achieve. Um, but really, just over over the years, uh, my dream kind of, well, kind of 
fell apart really because I, I, I grew too tall and my, my weight would be an, an issue. So uh, we had to do something else. Oh, it's never a good thing uh, for a jockey to be too tall. Uh, but <laughs> what was it like? What was it like when you first started at Nicky Henderson's? This is you know six-time champion trainer. Was it scary? Uh, it, it was. I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't really know what to expect, really. Um, no, but uh, yeah, it's one of those jobs where when you're new into racing and you go to such a big yard like him, it's it's a bit of a single swim, I think. Um, but I mean, uh, you know, everyone's a big family here, a great team. So they look after you and you, you do learn a lot on the job. So every day is just work in progress, really. And what's it like uh, being around people like Nicky Henderson and Nico de Boinville and people like that? I, I find it great because I mean you could you find you know you learn a you learn a new thing every day you know it is it is great to be around amongst those sort of people. And what's your typical daily routine? What time are you an early? Well, you have to be an early riser, but were you an early riser before you before you went to the British Racing School? Uh, no, <laughs> no, I wasn't an early riser. No, <laughs> no, but uh, um, you're in at half six. And you walk out with your four horses, and then ideally you'll be tacked up ready for um, first slot about half seven. Um, finish first slot about quarter past eight, I think, and then obviously you have a half an hour of breakfast, and then you carry on for your second or third lot, and that will get you to about twelve o'clock, ideally, depending if you have one more lot. Uh, but no, and then you get done after you from twelve, come back at four till five evening stables and do you then get to get racing when any of your four horses run yeah of course yeah uh, obviously depending on where it is you'll uh, leave at different times they might get you to squeeze out one lot before you go but um, like I say you obviously the morning of your race you come and do four horses and then you'll go and uh, go, go wherever you need to be and have your family been down did they come down when you first went to Seven Barrows to see what the setup was like? Uh, yeah, they did. I mean, myself and my family, we've been to the yard a few times before that with the um, Lambourne Open Day. So we kind of knew what the setup was like. Uh, but no, the first day I arrived here, my, um, my nan, granddad, and my mum was here just to see me settling. So was the Lambourne Open Day sort of a trigger to, to let you know the place where you wanted to work at? Yeah, no, that's it, yeah. Uh, it, it is, yeah, because um, I don't know why, but I, I just seem to have kind of lean towards Henderson's horses, just watching them on telly. Uh, probably the main reason why is because they were winning all the time, but um, no, I um, I quite like the way they looked and um, I just wanted to end up there, really. Well, you've certainly, you've ended up there. Do you look forward to... Uh the sort of big festivals like Cheltenham and Aintree and Punchestown. No, yeah, no, you, 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 you have to. I think you know, it's our um, it's our you know, big four days of the year. It's you know, we're well, at Cheltenham and Aintree. So it's what we do it for, and I think you just have to enjoy the build up to it. And then whatever happens on on your day, you know, it's you know, it's just a way of racing goes sometimes. But um, no, it, it it does get exciting once you come to these big festivals. And what sort of things do you get up to outside of racing when you get some time off? Um, I'm quite quiet, so I'm quite boring as well. I don't really do a whole lot. Uh, 
know, but in the in, in the summer you go, you know, month off or something, and you you know go out and holiday or do whatever you like to do, really. But um, no, I'm quite boring. So you'll soon be coming into a little bit more of a quieter time yourself at Seven Barrows. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, every week they're just starting to leave one by one now. But talking about big days, there can't be any bigger one than the 22nd of January when you're at Ascot for the uh, clash between Shishkinen and Ergamine, um, called a race for the ages. Uh, what was it like being there on that day? Oh, it, it was the best day of my racing journey so far, anyway. Um, I don't think anyone can, anything can beat that, really. It was, um, it was a special day, something I'll never forget, you know. And are you confident that Shiskin will be back next season better than ever and able to turn the tables on, well, not turn the tables, but to beat Energamine again in yeah, the champion chase? Yeah, no, I no doubt he, he's absolutely fine. He's A1. He's out in a well-deserved summer. And then he'll come back and then um, we'll see where we go. And Constitution Hill, he'll be moving towards ultimately tackling... Honeysuckle in the in the champion hurdle. Uh, yeah, I presume so. Like that. Um, obviously, when you win these supremes the way he did, you know, there's oh, uh, would he stay hurdling? Would he go chasing? Obviously, that's up to uh, Michael Buckley and uh, my governor. So um, let's leave it up to them. And um, you know, at this point, no, nothing is certain. So we'll just see how he is when he comes back. Well, there's certainly two horses to look forward to when you you go back uh, as a sort of final question as a, as a young person who's not from a racing background been in racing now three years why should young people get involved in in horse racing uh, I think really you've you know if you think about doing it just go straight and just jump straight in you know I mean whether it be a deep end or you know just little, little baby steps you get to meet so many people it's honestly it's great you know the opportunities are endless and it is, it's not a job really. It's, you know, it's just, just like going to the social club with your pals or, or you know, the club. It, it is great. It doesn't feel like a job. So you'd recommend it to any young person? Oh, most definitely, yeah. And clearly you've got a, a passion for animals and horses. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. No, I, have a, I have a dog at home and that, so it's, it's not just all about horses, but uh, uh, the horses are what keeps me busy anyway. Well, thank you very much, uh, Jaden, for coming on the, the Paddock and the Pavilion and telling me your story. And uh, the best of luck for the 2022-23 season. It's always hard <laughs> in national hunt racing. And also, let's hope that Shishkin and um, Constitution Hill can do a, a a big double next next year at Cheltenham. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, we can only hope. But no, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure being on the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to The Paddock and the Pavilion. You can download the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Pad and Pav. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -ch
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.